wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast. Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face. A7FL 3-on-1 podcast. I'm Matt Ryan. Sorry we took a week off last week. It has been busy for all of us here on the pod. Big Rob on his never-ending quest to find the good, the ass, and the ugly. A segment that will be coming to the show from the mind of Corey Hammond quite soon, who also is joining me on the pod this week. But instead of Big Rob, we traded out a legend for an outlaw. Celebrating his birthday with us today on the podcast is Trey Robinson a two-time A7FL champion, well, one-time A7FL champion, one-time Town Beef champion. Trey, welcome back to the pod, and it's a new day for you. It's your birthday. You got a new team for the fall. How are you feeling? Feeling great. Thank you for having me, guys. So, first, you're you're officially now a 30-year-old, huh? Yeah, I'm 30, man. You know. See, what I used to yeah, say Yeah, welcome is, to the club. Uh, what I used to say is after I was 26 and I said, once I had two kids, I turned 30 and I was still 26. <laughs> I think the joke for you is, is once I got my second chip, I, I turned 30. It's something I can't necessarily yeah. relate to, but at least we got somebody with rings on the pod still. Uh, Cause you know, we love Rob. He'll be back as soon as possible. You know, send, send in your questions to the, uh, the uh, podcast he's running. He's got some crazy things he's talking about, but well, yeah, shout out to the crossing minds podcast. Crossing Minds podcast, you know, and I didn't want to go into specifics there. Check it out uh, wherever podcasts are sold, by the way. Um, but we're we're live with a A7FL, a reigning A7FL champ, even though he may not be a part of that roster. Trey, how'd the basketball game go? Because we know you got to keep in shape by doing something. Good. good. <laughs> I'm really good. So really let's, good. let's, let's cut. Ah, that'll happen. Uh, yeah, you're not, you're not used to losing on the football field, but you can take an L in basketball every once in a while. Yeah. But you're not interested in taking L's on the football field. We saw that with the Insomniacs this year. They went undefeated during the regular season. But 
as said on the other side of the ball and on social media, you and Tone Smith have made the move from playing with the Insomniacs to going to the Outlaws, which will be a fall team. So what's the motivation on the move and development of the Outlaws as a fall team? And what do you think this team will do differently than the Insomniacs starting in in December? Um... Be honest, we're not gonna do nothing differently. Just play football. We're just gonna have better guys on the field. That's all. Listening to the time is the weekend that that we know, you know, from being a part of that team. Um, but we're not just building the team to beat the Sunday, but we're building the team to run the spring and and the fall, not just the spring. We're trying to get it to become a, a fall team as well. But you know, there's always some kind of animosity. I mean, but that's another story. Um, but you're looking around the table, man. That's it. Like, we ain't worried about nobody. We don't care about that sign we had. We don't care about who they got, who they had. We don't care about nobody. We the outlaws. We should play football. Well, and we've seen we've seen a couple of the guys that it seems like you're getting on the on the roster. Um, I saw yeah. a couple of, of videos of that uh, tri scrimmage you guys did with the gold and the pit bosses. Um, we've seen that you know there's there's word that Savion Cunningham's likely going to be with the outlaws yodi mack is 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 definitely going to be with the outlaws because he was talking about it last night or wednesday if you're watching this when this breaks um but let me let me ask you this because the last time we really saw you in in what i would say is your your, your full element was when you were the the main quarterback the, the biggest driving factor in the fall champion pit bosses team and we can go into the specifics of what happened after that and what led to the Insomniacs forming. But I think that's more, you know, last season's conversation. I think this season's conversation would start for me by asking you, the birthday boy. Was it hard last year being one of the pieces for a great team? And that's why you're looking to branch out and kind of retake the helm? Was it no. was it not playing you know quarterback full time or at least enough that made you want to make the switch or is this more in the lines of what your you know your narrative at least entering the A seven FL in Nevada was that you didn't want to join the best you wanted to beat the best because that's what you said when you first joined the pit bosses when the force were the best mm-hmm. what what is it what is it of the three was it you know, wanting to be the bigger part, wanting to be the quarterback, or wanting to beat the best that made you make the switch to the outlaws? I'll probably say the last one, to be honest. Like, I didn't really have any animosity about not playing quarterback. Like, I don't care. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't care. still don't care. Um, and it wasn't about, like, you know, me not being able to do what I want to do or play what I want to play. I just... Um, take a step back. Like, I ain't had to do much, you know. All the years I played the A7FL, I was always had to go and be that, you know, that one guy. So, for the first time, not having to worry about everything, defense, offense, throw off, return, you know, it was kind of cool. So, well, well, and that and that seemed like it was kind of fun for you. I saw you having a lot of fun out there. Yeah. It was a more relaxed game. But what would yeah. you say, what would you say you were more, you enjoyed as as a player more the run with the pit bosses or the run with the insomniacs where you were kind of, you know, not in the back seat, but you weren't scooter. 
you know, you weren't necessarily yeah. RTC. You were you were that utility knife that could do a lot of awesome things whenever you were called upon. Yeah. There was a crazy stat like you you know you you scored a touchdown on eighty percent of your touches, but let's be fair, you didn't score forty touchdowns like you are said to have scored last spring. Um, what what was the yeah. more fun ride, the pit bosses or the insomniacs? The pit bosses, and it's not because of just you know being able to you know be that guy. It was just. It was just being able to have a conversation without guys getting their feelings. It was able to being able to say what you have to say, you know, without um, it being no arguments, you know, being in my community, you know, in the players. Like, um, it wasn't no favorite. Like, we all had a goal in mind, you know, to play football. Same shit with Nassamiak, but it was just, you know, some people got favorites, you know. So, what they say goes. And and that's not having a word or me not having a word and, and what the fuck is going on. It's like, what's the point of me being here? But it wasn't about well, nothing to, to to pivot to pivot to that. As Corey said, on the on the pit bosses, you were the piece. On the yeah. insomniacs, you were a piece. On this team, are you the piece and a voice in the front office? Are you in that are you in that leadership position? Do you feel like you can handle the responsibility of running a team and being the star player? Or are you going to be the star player? Because the one thing that I've seen throughout your time in the A7FL is that you need something to, you need a theme. You need that that purpose, that drive. And it's just, it's winning a chip. It's proving people wrong. It's showing that you can do all these things at once and carry a team like the pit bosses. Where do your priorities and where do your focus lie between now and the end of the fall is this a testing ground to see if you can hold not only a leadership position as a player but a leadership position as the manager of the team no this going to be the same I mean, it ain't going to be a different it's kind of the same role as the bosses so i did the same thing for the bosses working with anthony bartley and whatnot you know so at the same time he couldn't do anything by himself how are you guys finding a coach that can fit not only helping build out schemes, but be that conduit to the other players on the team or to be a collaborator with you guys to help manage the game? Well, um, well, that coaches, we got a coach in mind, you know, but I won't get too much in detail about that. But, but at the end of the day, it comes from the top. You know, from coaching. So at the same time, you know, Everybody has to be on the same page, um, especially with the coaches. You're, you're talking about coaches. It's actually one of the really uh, interesting, you know, reoccurring topics that we talk about. And I think with the Vegas division, we've seen the most diversity in styles. So, you know, it's interesting the way that you talk about both teams and both runs because, you know, anybody that's in the know with the pit bosses knows kind of how it ended. But let's just say how it went. The way that Coach Bartley coached is a controversial way to coach in the A7, which is normal football, teaching scheme, accountability, structure. I'm the, I'm the head of the, the class, and I'm going to tell you how things are going to go. That's the way that Coach Bartley ran the, the roster and the, and the pit bosses, it, it seemed. And, and, to, and to put it in contrast to the way that James runs the Insomniacs, you know, there's a lot of the inherent kind of 
you know, it, it's it's a negative connotation to say clicks, but you had the TMNT and the Nighthawks and these guys that had relationships playing football for competitive teams before joining the Insomniacs. And and James was more of a, a, a personality manager than he was the dictator to, to be crude about the way that Coach Bartley was. And you see how those seasons both ending up with, you know, success in, in the championship game that they were allowed to be in the fall and the spring, respectively. But both having their their pluses and minuses, for instance, a lot of the insomniacs are staying with the insomniacs, you know, except for the certain few that that seem to be joining you. But with the pit bosses, it almost seemed like a max exodus. But talking to you because it, it didn't seem like. Not that you didn't fit in, but, you know, to use the crude word still, you didn't fit into the clicks that now you're branching out. And it, it's almost, you know, a breath of fresh air to get back to being the focal point of the team, of the offense specifically. So what would, what, how do you contrast those guys and, and, and which archetype, the stereotypical football coach, football coach, or the A7 personality manager which do you think is going to be the the more successful archetype moving forward now that we've seen you win with both types i mean coach of course you know with the coach you'll have more structure you know but at the same time the players and coaches have done the same thing so that like being said what do you, so that being said saying that it's more coach bartley's style that will be more successful yeah. And and to be clear, I would say that there's there's a there's a lot of guys that fill that role, you know, in the A seven when you go back and forth. But you know, Coach Mack kind of comes to mind. People people give him flack because he's more of a strength and conditioning guy. But as the CEO head of the organization, at least he has structure as a plan. You you pick Bartley. I know, hey man. You know, Chris Vera might say you're a son, but we're brothers. I mean, look at the side by side. Our facial features are exactly the same. We're twins uh, across. The, I mean, look, I look at him and I think it's a mirror. I got to I got to refocus my eyes back on the camera. We had those conversations in the offseason. You can be as as you know, you could spill as much tea as you want, but you could say that the Coach Bartley thing works better because in theory, I think it does. It didn't seem to work, though, because. You guys all left even after winning the chip, and 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 you you picked Bartley. Is is it is was it something different about Bartley that that broke the team up, but the coaching was nah. great, or is it is nah. there a better way to do the right coaching thing that maybe was missed for the pit bosses? Nah, most of our players, um, they got a, a bond with Mike Gray, so so they found out Mike Gray put the team into the league. They all left and went to sick. Ah, uh, so the sick, so so the the infestation of the plague is more the drive. All right, so so now you know you didn't say who's going to be the coach out there uh, for the outlaws. Um, we got a little bit of a taste of uh, somebody who's trying to push away their uh, their friends and family and alienator um, on a show recently. Um, but let's let's kind of take it out of your position. You know, let's give you the big Rob role a little bit, right? We appreciate okay. you spilling the tea on Vegas, but, you know, we're talking about coaches. You played them in this playoffs. What do you think about what, you, what we've seen, the chaos, the, the, the Cincinnati, because in, in front of you, I'm not going to call them Cincinnati, Trey. 
Yeah. Um, I think you've taken that away from them, at least while we're talking. But what, do you, what is your thought about the, 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 the tact that it seems the, the Cincinnati chaos are taking where they filled out a full coaching staff in a front office? What's your take on, right. on another division, Trey, the analyst? I would say that their uh, the coaching is just for them being a first year team. The coaches is really inexperienced. Same with the players, you know, because it's the first year team. So, I mean, they got a lot more knowledge now. I mean, seeing how the league is. Uh, you guys, you guys gave them a first hand lesson, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, look at the Forest. The Forest were a first year team. Went out, got the ass with Bobby IC, you know. So it's the same thing. Um, so it, it happens, but it, it's just I'll probably say that them being inexperienced, you know, not having the knowledge of of or or not giving the preparation for their players, you know, because if you're playing in a big time game like that, like I will be watching every play, every game, you know, when it matters. How far? How far is their roster from competing with a team like like last year's Insomniac's team? Uh it's not a comparison. We can't say that. Just, so what? What just, if, if you're just if you're just helping them out? You know, you, you know, you're altruistic, Trey. It's your birthday. Instead of give you getting a gift, you know, you know, it, it feels better to give a gift. What would you okay. say the chaos need to be on your guys' level? Better D and O lineman. Okay, so so the trench warfare. What? So so was yeah. there? Was there a, a like a, a, an almost equitable situation in the skill positions? No, no, no. Okay, so so they need an overhaul. All right, all right. Well, let's get back. Let's get back to your division then. You mentioned sick with it. We talked about the force. Talking about your own division, I would say my opinion that that seems stupid would be that this year's force was a more improved, a better team than last year's force that won the division. They obviously didn't win the division. Which you could look at just the you you know you could you could actually play the big rob role and look at just the the way that the the schedule and and the the uh, the actual result panned out. But when I looked at that yeah. roster and I looked at what they were able to do, they looked like they had improved from the team that I saw in 2022. You played you played them in 2022. You know, Coach Bartley always talked about how how you guys gave them a fight when you guys only had nine guys, which. Hey, I played for the Boston sure Megas this year. I know how that goes. So, you know, kudos to you. How do you think that the force compare 2023 to 2022? A lot better. A lot, a lot better. better. Nice. Yeah. No, I would say that because, like like you just said, from the game from before, Bartley and the Pit Bosses, we had nine players, and we literally only lost by, like, what, eight points, but the whole entire game was a closed game up until the fourth quarter. Um, um this year i kind of expected to see Dion a little bit more but you know with him being injury prone here or there or you talk about you're talking about Dion Fox you know, yeah yeah so so that yeah. that's also another conversation that we've heard so so Dion is he inexperienced at quarterback is he young what's the why does rock briscoe get the bulk of the reps and then fox goes in and on fourth and and 14 they go quick screen and not trust their quarterback to make a play. To be honest, I, I really can't speak on them because I don't know what I don't know what their game plan is. Well, I don't know what what, what's your what's your insight into uh, D Fox's game as a quarterback? 
where's he at and 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 how could the force use him better in your opinion um let that man just do his thing you know um from what i've been seeing lately you know he's low-key a beast but at the same time um he hasn't gotten an opportunity to you know to really show what he could do and when he has got an opportunity you know as you can see running people over throwing deep balls and whatnot to to that healthy, point, to that point, Trey, when you look to the fall and you see the expansion of fall, there's only going to be eight mm-hmm. teams in the spring, but in the fall, there looks to yeah. be about 15 to 16 teams in Vegas. When you You're see right. these opportunities to bring in new talent, when you see these opportunities to build new systems and new structures, do you think that this is going to be a net positive, or do you think that a lot of the cracks that exist in some of these teams are going to be exposed? Because we've seen it already with the Insomniacs, you you guys moving on. We've seen it with the OTT, Savion Cunningham and Yodi Mack moving on. And now these teams that were already, you know, not the Insomniacs, obviously, but the Pit Bosses, the Gold, the OTT, these teams that exist right below the Mendoza line of the division. You know, they're not in the same class as the Force or the Insomniacs or Sick With It. They find themselves having to go out there and rebuild. Is there quality? Because again, you said it before, it comes down to linemen. Will there be more quality linemen in the trenches this fall and this spring? Because that's going to answer some questions. And when you talk about De'Aaron Fox and you talk about Rock Briscoe, it's the same issue we see with the sick with it. There's a lot of solid quarterbacks in in Nevada who are being hoarded on these teams. If this fall expansion shows that these guys can play as starters, how quickly are the legacy teams going to be in trying to recruit these guys? Like, this is a big proving ground in a and a lot more questions than answers heading into the fall, even more so yeah. than last year. Well, to be honest, I don't know how we're going to farm 16 to 15 teams in the first place. Like that, that, that's a lot of teams. I mean, um, like, as you can see, it wasn't that many guys out this past well, before finish year. And um, before we wanted to do more, like, I'm assuming eight teams, we started farming up teams. So, but it's going to be scarce for players, um, linemen, skill guys. It's going to be scarce because Vegas is so small. Everybody knows everybody. So it's like, I just don't see it happening, to be honest. So, but do you think that this makes it harder for a team from Nevada to run it back during the, se- during the spring season next year? The 10th season next year. And yeah. we talked about it on this podcast ad nauseum since the end of the season. The East Coast is going to be making a lot of moves. We're doing a fucking decision mm-hmm. special for the fact yeah. that the greatest player in the history of our league might change the entire economy of our league, or at least the legacy division of the A7FL with what he decides this December that'll air here on Caffeine.TV. Also, thank you to the hundreds of thousands of people who are watching me, Corey, and Rob talk nothing but nonsense here on Caffeine. So, so y'all, y'all very pretty, and I want to give you all forehead kisses. But back okay. to the very serious question, Trey, does this kind of fuck up the bag a little bit 
in kind of spacing out these teams and having guys much like yourself, and I don't mean this as an insult, but like create opportunities to where there are power vacuums in this league? Yeah, of course. You got guys that, like, I'm not going to say here in cap, but the moment um, guys find out we're bigger than our own team, you know how many guys want to come over and play with us? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they know we're about winning, you know? It ain't about, like, it ain't a, like at the same time, like, we're not about that drama or that weird shit. Like, we just want to win. We're not behind, you know, having second group chats. Um, we're not about, like, you know, having, like, second group chats and shit and talking behind guys back and shit like that. Like, we're not uh, like that. Like, we, wanna, we all got the same goal in mind. That's to play football, have fun, and win. That's it. Simple. But but to that point, how do you control that? How do you ensure that that kind of pervasive culture affects your team? Because you were on a team in the pit bosses that could be caustic at times. Anthony Bartley was, you know, someone who definitely was a personality in this league and let everybody know who he was and what he thought, sometimes to the detriment of the team. And then the Insomniacs is probably the best individual collection of talent any champ, one of the best championship teams we've ever seen. So how do you address those issues and how do you build and maintain a culture like that in a league that doesn't guarantee you're going to be on the same roster every year? I would say it's all about loyalty, man. That's it. Just trust. Well, and and yeah, some of this play. some of this conversation that we're talking about, I think, is is, you know, when you have what we and you know it goes back to a couple episodes ago. When when you have what we called a super team in a mm-hmm. seven on seven league, there's only one ball, and there's only a you know there's only what like sixty offensive plays for guys to share it, and yeah. you know I will credit you. And all of the guys on that roster, because you guys really stayed, at least in season, real focused on the mission. Because if you didn't, then you would have cracked under some of the pressures that you guys face. Now, you guys, a lot of times, if not every time, except for one or two, maybe. But definitely one is is up for debate, maybe. But probably maybe all of them. You guys walked onto the field with a better roster. That's a really good start. But you played football long enough to know that it's not always the better roster in a team game that involves chemistry and timing and precision. You guys had that and the talent. So you guys faced a team that also had that and the talent. Uh So do you look at, do you look at last season, even though you moved on as a, a, a high point of your career or are you more frustrated with some of the things that you're kind of alluding to and hinting to that made you leave that make you think like, man, you know, winning a championship is nice, but with all this going on, you know, I, I maybe would have wanted to do it a different way on my own terms. Yeah. I'm all about loyalty, man. I don't care about winning games. I mean, yeah, I care about winning games, but at the same time, I don't care about winning. I don't care about losing. You know, I don't care about rings at that point. Like, if I can't trust the next man next to me in the field, then what's the fuck is the point of me being part of that team? So like, do you think that do you think that the feeling that you have is shared by a lot more people than maybe are as vocal about it as you? Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why I get all the backlash that I get, because in reality, I'm going to say what I want to say and not give a fuck how people feel about it. Like, you know, 
you can unframe me, you can block me, you can do what you want to say, but at the end of the day, I'm going to say what I want to say, and I'm going to feel how I want to feel. Like, that's it. That's for all the fucking Vegas guys and for everybody else. I'm going to keep saying what I want to say because I don't give a fuck. That's how I am. It's football. And we support you. We support you saying what you need to say. Now, Matt's going to tell you not to be an asshole, and as long as you try your best, um, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. So, Listen, man, we're really excited to see how the outlaws pan out because I have been very vocal in general, A, that I want as many top talent guys to spread out so that there's, there's, there's a lot more parity. But B, and more specifically, I, I wanted to see you play quarterback. Hey, hey. Look, look, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to say one thing. We got like four Kenny Mac. That's all I'm going to say. It's over. Like, it, it don't matter. Like, it's over. Just, that's the only thing I'm going to say. Well, you know? so you must, well so I, Yodi, Matt, hold on. Hold on. Max's game, so you got good linemen is what you're saying. That's the whole biggest thing in Vegas is good linemen. You got a good in, lineman. In all of football, my league. friend. Trust me. It's, it's all Yeah, league. Sport. What's up, Matt? Everywhere. No, I was saying in the league, but to that Kenny Mack point, Yodi Mack was on this week's edition of The Other Side of the Ball, and you can watch that on the Vegas Hype Media Network. Shout out to the team over there. But Yodi Mack seemed to be the one taking snaps. Like, Trey, what is this offense looking like? You don't have to tell us who are the other players that are coming over if they're not guaranteed yet or nobody wants to... (laughs) announce it or they want to do some weird sting reveal where they helicopter down or some shit but (laughs) what what role do you see yourself in on the field because we've seen you play almost every position in the league in offense defense and special teams what what is it that you're going to be doing in the fall with the outlaws um we got a bunch of packages Packages, so I might be a running back, might be a quarterback, might be a receiver. No, I'm kidding. I'm um definitely be a playing quarterback. You know, there and like I said before, I'm gonna be a receiver. I'm gonna be a running back because we got multiple packages. We got guys good enough for me, to, you know, to come off the game. I mean, you know, come out the field or go to another position, you know, if need be. So it's like, yeah. So hype, hypothetical situation though. Two minute warning. Okay, there we go. That's There's all I the, wanted to know. He was about to do my thing, and I'm glad yeah. he did it. <laughs> so no. we're excited to see that, and I think you know I, I actually seen Yodi Mack have a, you know some good good plays at that position for the OTT. I think he's a versatile mm-hmm. player. You know, put those guys. Uh, just 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 tell me this, and you don't have to tell me. Don't just friggin' copy the goddamn Nightcrawlers thing. They did it great. It's awesome. But like I told the guys over yeah. out in another team that I was talking about, it's fun. Copy it as much as you want. But who won the championship? It was basic, traditional football. Run the ball. Rush the quarterback. Make them tired. It didn't always look pretty, but it ended up being effective. So I don't know if I'm uh, speaking out of turn, but who would Corey Hammond be unless he was making Matt a little upset with what I'm about to say? Now look at him. He's like, oh, oh my God. Fuck. But eventually, I think. <laughs> I think I'm going to just spoil it. We've been dancing around it. One of the things that we're looking forward to in this offseason to put together fan engagement, 
uh, player engagement, get back on track with not only the three-on-one, but A7 in general. You know, there's there's other other football people are talking about. It's pissing people off. You know, Joe Burrow passed for like 80 yards, like he plays for the Renegades yes. or some shit. But that was a good one, Matt, right? So That got me. That got me. One of the things that we're kind of toying around with is an all A7s. Now, everyone missed out on our anniversary podcast during championship weekend mm-hmm. on the all-try team, which maybe we'll get to. Yeah. And, and and if you're watching this on YouTube, in the comments, do the thing where you type and the, and the subscribe and all that kind of – I don't know. I've been trying to be better at podcasting. I probably still suck at it, but I'm trying. I'll try. So Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah. The, the thing, the thing, it's it's over here. Yep. So we're doing this all A sevens. Now, we're not gonna do the whole. We're not gonna do the whole team with you right now. You, it's your birthday. You gotta go do some fun stuff. We appreciate yeah. your time. But I think uh, an interesting question that you could answer just to see kind of where your head's at, because a lot okay. of times the people that the people that you want the opinion of is the people that compete against them. So not someone that you've played with on the Insomniacs. And it could be somebody playing on the pit bosses that you played against. But tell me somebody that you would nominate for the all sevens, all A7 first team, any position, just not somebody that you play with on the Insomniacs or are going to play with on the Outlaws. Who that you played Uh, against would you nominate for that team? Save? Samyon Cunningham. Yeah, that, that, that yeah, doesn't put count. Him in the, the what do you so mean doesn't count? count. <laughs> great name drop. Oh, come, come on. <laughs> you got you to give me somebody that's not on your current roster or that you played with uh, for the Insomniacs. Uh, someone shit. you compete against. Someone I compete against? Yeah. That's difficult, bro. Um, the obvious answer would be either Mark Bagway or Logo Davis. So I'm going to take that. Oh, out of no, 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 come on, come on, come on. I thought you meant here in Vegas, not like everywhere. I meant, I a- meant anywhere in the played, league, right? anywhere okay, in the okay. league. You did play them. Okay. I didn't think you were going to pick anybody from the chaos. So oh, see, no. No, Why I would say, um, so I say Huff. I say Huff or, I, or I'll say um, the guy from Security Animals, linebacker. Forget his name. Wolverine. Uh, Trey Baskerville. Oh, no. You're talking yeah. about Wolverine for the Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the yeah. Ricardo yeah, Freeman. I, he, he got a couple of sneak votes for uh, for defensive MVP, and he really only he really only played to his his the back of his baseball card uh, that one game on, on Games of the Week. So you mentioned Huff first. You know, there's yeah. been a lot of talk after the awards were handed out. You know, this guy should have won. That guy should have won. Do you think that Huff won the MVP rightfully, or would you have said that somebody else was this season's MVP? No, I would say Huff is correct. He put the team Huff on his back. Correct. He did. And I mean, so you what, know. what what about Huff's season puts him in at the top? You know, what criteria did he achieve that that would would give him your nod for that award? It kind of remind me. It kind of remind me of the pitball season. Just a set with us winning and him not winning it, you know, having to do everything, bro. Having to put the team on your back and do everything is it's a lot. So, you know, I know the feeling. 
Well, I know the feeling too, but, just not the success part. I, I was doing a lot, but I just wasn't doing it as as good as you guys did it in that. Yeah, uh, you know, Corey, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I I saw some stuff on the internet. What are you? Are you going to be a part of the decision show in September? In December? I mean, I listen. Here's the thing: we're we're having Huff on to say where he's going. Yeah, but and we've I'm also got a couple I'm, of I'm other people who have contacted us about point. that show. What? A couple of other people have reached out. Uh, per conversations I've had, we might have more guests on that show. Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be an extravaganza. It's going to be yes. a, 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 a free agent palooza. It's going mm. to be, um, there's going, you know, you know how it's a gaggle of geese? Yes. There's going to be a, a frequency of free agents, and it's going to be it's going to be a whole bunch of them. They're going to make some huge moves. Snow Tribe is either going to be happy or crying or both or I don't know. Maybe they we're going to have to get that yeah. single sad camera of a Hooters in Rawway. We have to get Zach, that. Yeah. You're going to have do... to be on that. You're going to be doing the live shot from well, the Hooters, Rawway Hooters. Hooters is in East Brunswick, so get them there. Hey, guys. hey That's Matt. Fair. Hey, Matt for Matt for Um. I'm yes, sir. From it. I gotta go. <laughs> thank you guys. All right, you go, me. go. Enjoy your birthday, Trey. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Trey. We'll. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining. Yeah, I, I can bother. Give me the link. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank right? you guys. Have a good yeah. <laughs> I'll get one. URL.com. Hey, Corey. Yes. I gotta find a jersey for you too. I, I have your jersey. You. you got another one? Yes. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Got you. All right. I'll send you the one of your choice. Trey Robinson, happy birthday to him. Uh, you'll see him on the False Outlaws. And that this, that starts, I believe, December 3rd. Uh, for more information on that, you can go to a7flnv.com. That's a7fl, the letter N, the letter V, dot com. But we'll wrap things up here on the on the podcast and on the ranch. I was going to say here at the ranch, and then I said on the ranch. Yes, we're going to end the show Taking here the in ranch. this big-ass pool of ranch dressing. No, we're, we'll go back to the ranch. I know you guys cut this character. Oh, God. Cowboy Corey. He'll oh, say, no. we can't wait to see what the outlaws can do in the fall out there in the desert. No? Should I, should I, should I, should I cut this character, mate? I, 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 my, Rob, wife, my wife's not happy. Rob, come back. I can't do this on my own. He's too much. He all he does is eat sugar and 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 he he tried to fist fight a cop. It's a whole thing, baby. Please come home, baby. Please come home, baby. Please. Why did it have to be spent? Is archaeologist archaeologist Corey Hammond better? Nothing. Uh, we we have driven into the ditch, and on that note. For our guest this week, Trey Robinson, our producer this week, Zach Big Sandwich Morgan, and my quarterback, Corey Hammond. Big Rob will be back at some point. He is uh, out travailing the world and making sure that bachata is the national dance everywhere he goes. But as always, go to tinyurl.com backslash a7fl merch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. And also... You can head on over right now to the link in our description and sign up for Skillshare. Absolutely free. Do the thing and give us some cash. But, as always, 
We say goodbye for now. We'll be back maybe next week. Who knows? But as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. Wish you knew more stuff. Wish you were more helpful around the house or had an understanding of something that people are talking about at a party. Don't worry, you're not alone. That's why we have enlisted Skillshare to help you out. That's right, Skillshare is a proud sponsor of the A7FL and the A7FL's three-on-one podcast. We want you to get in on the good stuff now. So go to the link right below in the description or wherever you're watching this or go to a7fl.tv slash podcast Click the Skillshare link and you get a free 30-day trial because you are a fan of the A7FL. So do the thing. Head on over right now to a7fl.tv slash podcast or click right in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast right now. Do the thing. Click the link in the info below and sign up now. Do 30 days free because of us here at the A7FL. Well, because, because we love you. We want you to have cool stuff. And now back to this piece of A7FL content, more than likely showing my face.